0: From the concert halls to the juke joints, from churches to festivals in the fields, welcome to another episode of Beale Street Caravan, celebrating the sounds of Memphis and the Mississippi Delta for more than 20 years. Heard around the globe on NPR Worldwide, major funding
1: for Beale Street Caravan is provided by the Memphis Convention and Visitors Bureau and the AutoZone
0: Corporation. Hi, I'm your co-host Pat Mitchell Worley, and I'm Kevin Cubbins. This week we feature Memphis's own Motel Mirrors as they celebrate the release of their newest studio effort titled In the Meantime.
1: And Bill Street Caravan contributor Dr. Barbara Ching returns to continue her series on the connections between country music and the blues.
0: That's all coming up right now on Bill Street Caravan. Hey, Pat. Hey, Kevin.
1: We've got beloved local favorites Motel Mirrors on the program this week.
0: They have a long overdue follow-up to their 2015 self-titled debut, Out. It's called In the Meantime, and it's on Last Chance Records. Let's back up. In
1: 2013, Memphis artists John Paul Keith and Amy LeVere formed Motel Mirrors. It was a duet project inspired by the male-female duet records of yesterday. You know, George Jones,
0: Tammy Wynette, Porter Wagner, and Dolly Parton and also out of a mutual desire for new artistic challenges. And what might have just been a long overdue collaboration between two artists whose styles so clearly complemented one another. And I'd venture that it has the most to do with the latter.
1: I feel like there was this unspoken public pressure for these two beloved Memphis artists, John Paul and Amy, to work together. It kind of felt inevitable.
0: So, John Paul and Amy put out a 10-inch EP, Motel Mirrors, and it was incredibly well received. It was named one of the 10 Essential
1: Albums of 2013 by No Depression Magazine. and selected as one of the best Memphis albums of the year by our
0: local music writers here, and the band had a blast touring together to support it. Soon after the release, they added noted Austin, Texas guitarist Will Sexton to the mix, which made all the sense of the world since Will and Amy are husband and wife. <laughs> And
1: with three songwriters and three singers in the band, the dynamic and the musical possibilities have changed. What was a duet act is now a full band with Sean Zorn joining on drums.
0: With any supergroup where you have multiple people collaborating, timing and schedules are everything.
1: So yeah, it took them a minute to find the time and space to get back in the studio, but they did it. And I can tell already that in the meantime is gonna be one of my favorite records
0: of 2018. Here are Motel Miras live on Bill Street Caravan.
2: You yeah.
3: I could be The good thing
0: of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan. Here's more from Motel Mirrors.
3: Thank you.
0: live on Bill Street Caravan. We'll be right back with more music. But first, we're going to turn it over to Bill Street Caravan contributor Dr. Barbara Ching. It's time now for our feature host Barbara Ching, an academic and author. She has been exploring the relationship between the blues and country music. This week she continues
4: her 10-part series. The blues and country share a lot of territory, not only the mythical southern crossroads where the devil gave country fiddlers and guitar players the power to put their songs in our heads, but also the roads that run from Alabama and Appalachia to Chicago and Detroit. As Muddy Waters told us, his home was in the Delta. Chicago offered a sweet home for the Delta's blues players, and other northern cities offered plenty of good jobs. Dwight Yoakam tells the good news and bad news about this story in his Readin' Writing Route 23, a 1986 album cut.
3: They learned reading, writing, Route 23, to just laid waitin' in The City Factory. They didn't know that, that old highway led them to a world of Missouri. Have you ever been down Kentucky Way, say South Preston's Have you ever been up in Holler? Or have you ever heard Mountain Man cough his life away? Digging that black hole in no dark mind, so dark mines. If you had you might just understand the reason that they left it all behind.
4: The road led them to a world of misery, but it also led them out of the mines and gave them an education. When you see the album, it's interesting to notice that Dwight Yoakam spells the word writing, R-I-G-H-T-I-N-G. It set some things right, leaving the South. Even so, in many blues and country classics, Detroit is where the road ends. Once there, the longing to go back South sets in. Listen to classic blues queen Victoria Spivey sing her Detroit moan in
3: 1936. She tried the coal and I ain't
5: got a dime to my name.
4: Victoria didn't have a dime to her name. Working in the factories paid plenty, though. It didn't help with the homesickness. Bobby Bear sang all about it in his 1963 hit, Detroit City. By day he made the cars, by night he made the bars.
3: Home folks think I'm big in Detroit City From the letters that I write they think I'm fine But by day I make the cars, by night I make the bars. If only they could read between the lines. I wanna
4: Born in the Arkansas Delta, country superstar Charlie Rich captures the homesickness that country and blues artists share in this demo cover of Muddy Waters' Feel Like Going Home. Lord, I
6: feel
4: like going home
3: I tried and I failed
6: i'm tired and weary and everything i done was wrong
4: The South, so many country and blues songs tell how love, the craziest bluest thing of all, puts us on a road toward home. Tom T. Hall, one of country music's best songwriters, tells that story in That's How I Got to Memphis. Lots of country singers have recorded this song, but Solomon Burke sang the best version ever in 2006.
6: If you love somebody enough you follow them wherever they go That's how I got to Memphis That's how I got to Memphis If you love somebody enough you go wherever your heart wants to go That's how I got to Memphis That's how I got to Memphis I know if you see her You tell me Cause you're my friend I've got to find her and find out The trouble she's in If you tell me that she isn't here I'll follow the trail of her tears That's how I got to Memphis
5: Mm -hmm. That's
6: how I got to Memphis Oh, she gets mad and she used to say She'll be coming back to Memphis someday That's how I got the Melviz That's how I got the Melviz I got to find her Tell her That I love her so I'll never rest Till I find out Why She had to go Thank you for your precious Time Forgive me If I start crying that's how I got to Memphis. That's how I got to Memphis. Ooh, that's how I got to Memphis. People, that's how I got to Memphis. That's how I got to Memphis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how I got to Memphis.
4: For Beale Street Caravan, this is Barbara Ching.
0: We want to remind our listeners you can find Beale Street Caravan on all the social media outlets. Look us up and join in on the fun. For more information
1: or if you want to get involved, go to our website at BealeStreetCaravan.com. Shoot us an email or sign up for our monthly newsletter to find out where the caravan is going to be next. And you can
0: also keep up with Bill Street Caravan via our podcast. It's available through iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and just about anywhere podcasts can be found. Speaking of
1: podcasts, check out our newest production, the Blues Hall of Fame podcast. Also available through iTunes, Google Play, and TuneIn.
0: We have to take a quick break for local announcements, but stick around, there's more music to come. You're listening to the sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan. AutoZone is proud to support Bill Street Caravan and many other arts organizations that strengthen the greater Memphis community. Parts are just part of what we do. AutoZone.com.
1: Bill Street Caravan is also supported by awards from the Memphis Convention and Visitors Bureau, Tennessee Arts Commission, Arts Memphis, and Tennessee Tourism. TennesseeVacation.com. The soundtrack of America was made in Tennessee. We're back, and for those of you just tuning in, we have Motel Mirrors with us.
0: We caught up with Amy, John Paul, Will, and Sean at Real Garden in Memphis, Tennessee, as they celebrated the release of their new studio effort in the meantime. Pat sat down and got the scoop straight from the band
1: themselves. Let's listen in to what they had to say.
0: For each of you to have your solo identities and then to have the identity of the band, you know, do you keep them separate or is it all part of the package?
7: I think it's separate, really, because the actual inception of the band when John Paul and I sat down and decided to be in a band together was to be able to keep our solo projects a little bit more precious and have a project that we could work in town to play regularly and profit from and um, collaborate with and have something that was going to be a little bit more fun and just something maybe less personal than our original projects. But then, of course, both of us being serious people and, and artists couldn't help but to give this project more weight because we enjoyed it and impose our own creativity into it and start to write songs for it. But initially, this band was going to just be a cover band that would be a, something that would be just fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I do find the projects, they are distinctly very different, our solo projects, to this project.
8: Well, when we started out too, the, we, we, when, we, when we started, we decided right away, you know, we should be doing duets like it's not gonna be as cool if we're just trading off songs we should do like some classic country duets and not enough people are doing that and we tried to start doing it, you know that
9: mm-hmm. so then we
8: ended up writing some in that way you know it was like a challenge to do that okay how do you write a duet okay well we're going to change the key in this part and we'll switch you take the lead here and i'll take you know i kind of made a study of that so that's how it kind of morphed from the cover thing to okay now we're going to write something like this okay hey you know, what do you think of this and then the next thing you know we made a record and then not long after we made the record, Amy and Will met and ended up getting married, and, and Will came to Memphis, and so he was always around, so then it was like, well, he might as well play, he's here, you know, and then it ended up being, okay, well, maybe this is the band now, you know? And like, Will yeah. would sing some, and I'm like, well, it started out as this duet thing, but now it's a band. It's just people contributing songs, and that's cool too. And then we were traveling around doing some dates, and I was like, we should just go in and do a record, this band, like, with this lineup, and do that. So that's what we did. Well, it's nice to think about it as, not as a side project, but
3: as a boutique project. <laughs> not
8: a side band, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, you know, you know it's it's like everyone side, brings it's in
3: their nicest, feel. you know, strengths into certain kinds of things. and. And make it a special thing when we can all be around and do it. Yeah,
0: you, you two together are just like I just sit there going, oh, it's just like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> there is something <laughs> really special about really this well too. Really well together, you know.
8: <laughs> anyway, and we recognized that too pretty early on. It was like, okay, this this is kind of a thing. We got a thing here. This works, you know. But it's grown a little bit from that, too, though, since since we have Will in the band. Now they do duets, and then sometimes Will sings one, I'll sing one, Amy'll yeah, will sing will, one, it's will, all mixed together. Uh, will
7: and John Paul... We do have,
8: duets? Yeah, yeah they have several like...
7: songs on the record where their harmonies are, to me, very reminiscent of the
0: old Everly brothers.
8: But we have the added element of having a woman in the band, which makes it all mm-hmm. more interesting to me.
0: Sean, you are the native Memphian in the band. When you first talked to the three of them, did you ever say to them, Made you guys move to Memphis?
9: I've known all all three of these guys uh, separately for so long, and it's just sort of been an organic thing. And I, you know, when this band got together, I had been playing with Amy for about you know three or four years by that point, and I'd started doing a lot with John Paul, so when they came together, it, it made sense. But you know, I, over the years, I've had a lot of those kind of conversations with them and known their personal reasons for coming. Uh, Will of course moved here for a girl, which is maybe the the, the <laughs> noblest of reasons. It's
8: <laughs> no mystery. But uh, right? yeah, there's, there's yeah, yeah. no, no, no question
9: now. about that. But uh, we're starting to see more and more people who are moving to Memphis, and obviously there's the rich history, and and it's a cool place where you can still be a musician and you can still be a creative and still live a life that's fulfilling and that you're not being priced out. And you look at other towns like Austin and Nashville and whatnot, where that used to be that way, but it's not really happening anymore. Memphis still has that great thing going where there's a lot of great music there's a lot of places to play you know there's a really great scene and still affordable and it's still a cool place to be so uh, it's not really a great mystery to me why anybody would choose to come here
7: because we're poor and hip there you go
9: that's it <laughs> exactly
8: also I would like to point out you know who else wasn't from Memphis Elvis, Elvis.
0: I knew it was coming
8: <laughs> Jerry Lee Lewis Roy Orbison Johnny Cash Johnny Cash Otis Redding. Well,
0: I'm gonna switch that up and go the opposite direction. Tell me about the record. When did y'all find time to do this?
8: <laughs> we yeah, did it no. fast. We did it, well, well... the
7: recording went sort of fast. It,
8: well, the recording went pretty fast. What what happened was... Uh, no, um, <laughs> uh, no, we decided to make a record, a full length, uh, with the four-piece with Will, and um, we decided to, rather, rather than find a label first. We decided to just go ahead and make it. So we did a crowdsourcing thing and we raised money to make it. But Amy and Will tour is a duo uh, and that's how they Mostly. make their living most of the time. So uh, they're, they were really busy all the time. And so we had just a window of like two weeks while they were home. And so we booked a week or so of studio time at Scott Beaumar's studio, Electrophonic. And when they got off the road, we realized Oh crap! We have like six days to get the material together for this session. The session's already booked, (laughs) which I've discovered is the best cure for writer's block ever. It's just book the studio time with no songs, and you're like, oh, look at this song I wrote today. Alex uh, Jones never wrote a song that he
7: didn't have to. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
8: (laughs) It's true. It's a thing. So we booked a time and then uh, I would go over to Amy and Will's house every night for a week and we'd just sit around the kitchen table and they'd cook and we'd go over ideas and they had a few things and I had a few things and we'd kind of go, well, maybe not that, okay, that's good, you know, and then we'd work it out and then we had enough to go in and do it. But I remember that, part, that week of cutting, we were like forgetting the names of songs and stuff because we were going Sorry. so fast, yes. it was so <laughs> new and so fast. What's the one we did yesterday? You know, the one in, G. what? <laughs> You know, it was like happening like that. I would never
0: guess that by listening to it. But
8: then it took two years to get it out. (laughs) (laughs) It did. I mean, so
0: much of it had
7: to do with um, just... All of us being in different places in the yeah. world, uh, practically. Sending emails around and waiting for each other's responses.
8: The lesson I learned from it is, well, if you're going to do something like this, have a product manager. Yeah,
7: because no, Cause none of us are that person. <laughs> no.
8: So just have someone whose entire job is to make sure this gets out by this time and get a product manager, people. No kidding. Take my word for it.
0: So Sean, uh, they were getting together writing these songs. When did they bring you in on the process to go, here, here are five songs, figure yeah. out
9: the drums. <laughs> I had actually been on tour for two months and I flew back into town um, the day that we started the, the record. So I, I are you can't serious? no I know, I am. Uh, yeah, I uh, I flew in and went straight to the studio and they started playing songs for me and we hit record like it I wasn't involved actually, yeah in any of the writing like it was right jump in you actually like overdubbed
8: about, drums on a few Yeah things.
9: they had started that day like literally it was that day they had already recorded one or two songs and and when I showed up in the late afternoon it was like okay well here it is. And I started recording, overdubbing the drums over what they had recorded that morning. And this was the first time I've heard any of this material. So I've, I've learned to watch for the eyes from these two on that, you know? <laughs> the eyes? <laughs> well, you know, you, you play something, something you think is real cool and then suddenly you're getting, getting dagger eyes from across the room, so, uh, you know. No, they do not. <laughs> hey, I resemble that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, you guys, thank you for coming in the studio and just chatting with us and sharing a little bit. And um, we are going to go back to more music from Motel Miras. Here's more from Motel Miras live on Bill Street Caravan. Hey.
3: Everybody's moving, yes, everybody's feeling just right. Everybody's moving, everybody's moving tonight. Oh, we love you, gal, and I need you so. You're the finest till the end of the night. dancing so close to you, you know exactly what to do when everybody's moving, like everybody's moving tonight. Everybody's moving, yes, everybody's feeling just right. Everybody's moving, everybody's moving. Grab gal with all oh,
5: your
3: might. Hub the walls and moon kisses twice. When a dance is so close to you, you know exactly who with the blues. When everybody's moving, like everybody's moving tonight. Everybody's moving, yes, everybody's feeling joy. Everybody's who, everybody's who tonight. Oh, well, everybody's who, everybody's who tonight. Everybody's who, everybody's who tonight.
0: You're listening to the sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan. Here's more from Motel Mirrors.
3: A little piece and soon melts away, so he has to come back again later in the day. The and man the up, single single day. Papa Papa comes at all, he said, single singing day. The home, and in the, the man goes away. Papa, Papa does his work, Mama gets his pay. He drives around the corner and he parks his in the back. Every time I'm getting to the door, he's always there to greet me. He says, "Open up, baby, yeah, and let me check your meter." The man that comes to our house every single day. The Papa comes home, and the man goes away, Papa does not work.
5: Mama gets her pay, and the man comes around when Papa goes. Away. Of
3: the bush. He comes in a hurry and he leaves in a rush. Every time that he leaves, you know Mama's in a fit. She can get everything, she everything that she thought she ought to get. The man that comes to our house never seems to stay. Papa comes home <laughs> and the man goes away. Papa does <laughs> the work, Mama gets the, gets the pay, and the man comes around and Papa goes. <laughs> How about a big hand for Amy LaVere?
0: Motel Mirrors, we appreciate you. Thank you. That was Motel Miras live on Bill Street Caravan. Special thanks to our community
1: partners at Rail Garden in Memphis, Tennessee for making this episode of Bill Street Caravan possible.
0: To find out more about the band, just head over to MotelMirrors.com. Again, they have a new studio effort that dropped at the end of March. is called In the Meantime and is being released by Last Chance Records.
1: Motel Mirrors is a side project for three singer-songwriters that our audience should know well. John Paul Keith, Amy LeVere, and Will Sexton. But if you don't know them and you enjoyed this week's program, you may want to check them out. Again, the Motel Mirrors are John Paul Keith, Amy LeVere, and Will Sexton. Each of them have put out several critically acclaimed projects that I'm sure our listeners would love.
0: And be sure to check out their tour dates. Chances are Motel Mirrors are coming to a music venue near you soon. It's a show that you don't want to miss. Special thanks to our supporters, AutoZone, the Memphis Convention and Visitors Bureau, Arts Memphis, Tennessee Arts Commission, Tennessee Tourism, and Bridging the Blues for their support in making Bill Street Caravan possible. We'd like to remind our
1: listeners to please show your support for public broadcasting. You won't find programming like this anywhere
0: else. You can find Bill Street Caravan on all the social media outlets. Follow us there. We've always got special features and additional content that we think you'll enjoy.
1: Go to our website at BealeStreetCaravan.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter to find out where the
0: caravan is going to be next. And you can always keep up with Bill Street Caravan via our podcast that's available anywhere podcasts can be found. We'll be back next week, so see you then. I'm Pat Mitchell Worley. And I'm
1: Kevin Cubbins.
0: And you've been listening to the sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan.